2: Hello and welcome to The Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are very simple. We can discuss as many of your ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage, where sadly it will be lost in amongst thousands and thousands of mysteriously deleted WhatsApp messages. I'm Joel, a man who puts the Tory into what's a Factory Reset and how do you do that? I must have done it by accident. And across from me, it's John Harris, a man who, for fear of ever being hauled up in front of a select committee, actually prints out every single WhatsApp message. That he's ever sent and received. Hello, John.
0: Hello, mate. Yeah, I'm gonna have to move into. It's the a- John
2: Archive. You have to. You got to keep moving into bigger and bigger houses, yeah. don't you? But the thing is, because of the insulation it provides, you haven't turned your heating on for five years.
0: No, but it's it's all getting damp, and the, so I'm gonna have to get it all <laughs> laminated. And I, I don't know. It's just not worth it anymore.
2: And um, it's uh, the money that you saved on heating. I mean, it's nothing compared to the amount you're having to pay that archivist now, is it? No, all the printers. You've got to live in, You've got to live in archivist. Yeah. I
0: don't have a printer. I take it to the printers. <laughs> it's it's um, yeah. I, did I did it's you mention good. it's on it's on A2 paper?
2: It's huge because you're getting old now. Your eyesight's going.
0: <laughs> Sometimes a, a single emoji will take up an entire A2 piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's important stuff.
2: Yeah, on those particularly sexy days, John, you've just got reams and reams of aubergines around your house.
0: <laughs> when. <laughs> When our group chat is on fire, there's part of me that's so happy because it's always lovely to be part of the group chat when everyone's online, throwing zingers at each other. Yep. But there's a bigger part of me that's very sad about how much this is going to cost me in printing.
2: <laughs> the guy at Staples, delighted to see you again. <laughs> the last remaining. Br- You're like the luck. The, you know, the, like, there's like one blockbuster video. <laughs> the one Staples stationery shop is in John's hometown. They can't believe it. Can't believe their luck. Right. Should we do some more Christmas? I, I was worried that. We went too early on the Christmas movie ideas because we did an episode last Wednesday yeah, and that was only just December and we've still got this Wednesday and another Wednesday. Yeah, So we really need the listeners to come good and keep oh, providing us with Christmas. We, movie we ideas.
0: are out of Christmas ideas, listeners, so please send in some Christmas ideas. For the love ideas. of God, we've please got-
2: send in some Christmas ideas.
0: Yes, I agree. Maybe we went a bit too early. But I, equally, I sort of get annoyed when someone releases a Christmassy podcast on like the 23rd of December because there's a good chance that you're not listening to that episode till after Christmas
2: so you want us on the episode before Christmas just to not mention it once pretend it's March
0: no I think we've got enough of, of, of a runway right the, anyway right the only person who's allowed to release on Christmas Day Christmas content is Adam Buxton everyone else just start talking about depressing January stuff
2: good great Getting we in get it nice and early how about some film ideas John I'd like one from you
0: what about this one from Hollywood megastar Brett Goldstein Whoa! It's a chunderful life. An angel shows a suicidal oh. man how much worse his life would be if he was constantly puking through all his important relationships. He decides to live.
2: Yeah, that's pretty sound stuff. I think I mean, it's absolutely horrible and visceral. And normally, isn't don't you sort of enjoy It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve like where you're pretty deep into the quality street? Do you really want 90 minutes of back-to-back vomiting?
0: No, absolutely not. I think this is an objectively terrible idea, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he's not taking this one to the genuine Hollywood Hollywood execs.
2: <laughs> well maybe he has. Maybe he has, and he's grown so tired of knockbacks that this is his last resort.
0: Is it is he vomiting because he's getting two on it at Christmas time? That's a there's always a Christmas chander, right? Well not I'm not saying I always vomit at Christmas, but it's a it's a vomity season, right? Uh, mix that with no. the flu bugs, and then you've got double voms.
2: I <laughs> I think it might be the least vomity season of the year because you're just wait so laden with food. I don't think I don't. I, your Christmas day might be very different to mine, but like we aren't. No one's walking around leather just throwing up on each other. Is that is that a
0: French thing? My mum froze I, me a bottle of apple sours at seven a.m. on Christmas <laughs> morning.
2: Right. So it's a wonderful life. He he's forced to. He's he's on the he's on the brink, thinking about ending it all until an angel visits and he rethinks everything. Right.
0: Because. There's an alternate version of himself that's got it even worse. He's got some sort of allergy to most foods and vomits all time. Yeah, and just can't
2: stop throwing up all the time. I, I, yeah, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's okay. Maybe if, if Scrooge just, you know, if they said, look, if you don't change your ways, Scrooge, you're going to shit yourself every Christmas for the rest of your life. <laughs> That, that would be a, that's an equally good incentive, isn't it? Like, there's A, change your ways because it's the morally right thing to do. Or B, you will have violent diarrhea for the month of December for the rest of your life. I think this, the latter is probably more likely to force my hand, to be perfectly honest.
0: That's true. That's sort of like the uh, incentivization via Santa, isn't it? You know, be good or you don't get your presents. But this is more stick than carrot.
2: I don't. You, have you ever reached you do reach a point when you've got like food poisoning or you're being really sick where you are sort of on another plane of like you're hallucinating right yeah. so maybe the whole thing could be a drunk vomiting hallucination so he comes home on Christmas Eve and he's drunk himself into a stupor and he starts throwing up and throwing up and throwing up and he get, and he's in such a state of drunkenness and vomiting and dehydration that it is all a it's all a vision that he believes to be real and wakes up on Christmas morning a changed man I mean
0: the, the 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 last ten times I've drunk too much, I've woken up the next morning saying I'm a changed man. So you know it <laughs> yeah, happens. That's to a good the best point. So us. the
2: the, the post credit scene is it's boxing Boxy Daly's hammered again. Oh. Do you, you do have you, have you ever? I've not been sick for quite a long time. Mm. The last time I was sick, it was one of those classic. You know when you can't believe it's happening, and so. You, the act of being sick obviously makes you cry, but you're also just laughing about how <laughs> stupid it is that you're on your hands and knees being sick. I'm an adult and man. you're like yeah, so you're just laughing and crying, and you're like your nose is in a toilet, and that's absolutely unbelievable, and sometimes just you're not quite being sick, but then you realize that your head's in a toilet, and then you are sick because of that it's just yeah it's really, it's just it's so festive as an experience. How about this one from chris kremlin's? A geriatric dictator inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his special military operation and unleashes a horde of malevolently mischievous ol- oligarchs. Can he catch and kill them all in time? Are there enough windows for the job?
0: So they're tiny little gremlin dictator types.
2: Ah, oh, I see. mini Yeah. Okay. Kremlins. They all come out at midnight. Is it midnight? Well, Hang on, is gremlins a Christmas thing?
0: The second one is very Christmas... Oh, maybe it's... They're, they're definitely technically... I'm sure they're definitely technically a Christmas film. Okay. But it, I think in the I don't same remember vein, Gremlins too well.
2: Die Hard. Something happens... Is it like something happens after dark? Yeah. They don't like getting wet? So, Remind me. So
0: you can't feed them after dark or they turn into the Gremlins. Otherwise, they're those cute little gizmo guys.
2: Yes. Yes. Oh, of course. That's their Christmas presents. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. why. That's like a Furby thing, right? Yeah.
0: So... So... They are. Are we suggesting that they're sort of like innocent world leaders until you feed them after midnight? and They turn into dictators.
2: Yeah, they're they're all the good in world leaders. <laughs> Name ten of them, John. I knew you'd do this. Uh, you know the the good ones. The ones we love. All the really good <laughs> ones. Um so it's all the really good world. We don't need to tell you, listen, no, you you're smart, list you're engaged in, your in politics. You know, just just think of your favourite world leaders <laughs> and imagine them as sort of little action dolls, a la gremlins, or maybe your favourite of mine, the film Small Soldiers. Oh yeah. And then for some reason So that this year's must have Christmas toy is small versions of, of world leaders. That's what all the kids want. You know, we've had Furbies in the past, we've had Tamagotchis, we've had Tetris, we've had the N64, and now it is action figures of your favorite world leaders, all the good guys, as we've established, <laughs> you know who they are. And what happens is, a kid is too impatient to open their insert good world leader here doll. <laughs> so they sneak down in the middle of the night, yes. and they unwrap it, and they're so excited you know, to use one of its many features, such as feeding it. And they feed their insert good world leader action doll here, and it turns into Vladimir Putin. And Putin then <laughs> sets off a chain of events where he turns all of and because they're under the tree of every single boy and girl it's in a the very neighborhood because they all want they got the whole set. No, no, it's the whole it's the whole suburb. Oh, okay. and they all want they all want insert good world leader action dolls. And so Putin then sets off a chain of events where he turns all of the good ones into, you know, the bad ones. And just think about some of the bad world leaders that you don't like and imagine those as action dolls. And then it's up to the kids of the neighbourhood to stop them all before the parents wake up.
0: I love it. That's quite a good like thing to encourage kids not to open their presents before Christmas generally. Like, the idea they, they turn into, into Putin. Yeah, it's Your like Barbie Elf doll. on the Shelf.
2: But if it was, if it was you know, Kim Jong-un.
0: I didn't realize that part of the elf on the shelf law is that if you hold it, it loses its magic. So there is a video. Well, because well, I, I assume parents don't want the kids moving it around and stuff. It's supposed to be. Oh, they're supposed to right. move and they're not sort of being touched and stuff. So there's a video online of like five kids going absolutely nuts, screaming their heads off. And it like the camera's running. You're running down the stairs with the camera. And then the, all the kids are screaming around this living room. There's just one stood in the middle holding the elf, also screaming. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, have we talked about this do you do elf on the shelf no we have one i'm sure you know in years to come we might think about it. it's quite a commitment thinking of a new inventive yeah. way to move an elf at 30 not 31 24 days
2: 24 days of yeah you have to start pretty mild right
0: yeah yeah I, yeah it's a lot i'm sure at some point my my son or sons will say they want to do it and then we'll have to get him involved but so far we've just sort of Locked him in a cupboard so he can't get out. And, is, know, Santa, can is Santa habit. not
2: enough at Christmas time? <laughs> yeah. You need some little elf guy now. Where does it end? It feels very American. And I don't. Yeah. I'm not saying it positively or negatively. Who's the elf? Who is the elf? Who is the elf?
0: I assume he's one of Santa's elves, right?
2: But he's got his escape because he's naughty.
0: Yeah, there's a, he's definitely mischievous, isn't he? Who is this guy? Who, yeah, what's the law yeah, of this what's guy? What's his
2: backstory? Elf on a shelf. He's definitely cheeky at best, right? He's so cheeky. It's a book from. Two, it's an American book from 2005. The book tells the story of a scout elf, that's not a thing, who hides in people's homes to watch over events. Once everyone goes back to bed, he flies back to the North Pole to report on your activities. Before the family wakes up each morning, the scout elf flies back from the North Pole and hides. By hiding in a new spot around the house each morning, the scout elf plays an ongoing game of hide-and-seek with the family. So that's good, but...
0: It's like a nest can. Clearly
2: some clearly yeah, essentially. Clearly somewhere along the way. That doesn't sound like the elf's like, you know, causing carnage. The video pictures that I've seen online, the elf's always in like an incredibly compromising position. who' so I don't know where that's come from.
0: Who's more who's causing more carnage? Grinch or El- elf on the shelf?
2: Eighty five pound El- eighty five pound Grinch or Elf on the shelf. <laughs> John, uh, I I feel for you, man. In a couple of years, what are you going to have to do for these boys? (laughs) You're going to have to be handing some Grinch a hundred quid so he can come and rip up an elf on the shelf in front of your two children while you're dressed as Santa. It's absolutely outrageous.
0: My next idea comes from Jason and actually is a pun in the same film, so it's definitely a Christmas film. (laughs) Gremlins, the new thatch. Californian gremlins swap houses with a bucolic cottage set of gremlins and hilarity and love interests prevail, plus Jack Black as a gremlin, so it's the holiday
2: versus gremlins. Great, because is what is the house in the holiday a thatched roof kind of building? I mean, I would say that's way too flammable for a gremlin to be in, right? Well, I feel like the gremlins would cause two minutes of chaos and then the entire building would be reduced to ash. Oh, it's it's
0: the Chekhov's gun of the film. Absolutely, it's the thatched roof. Right? Yeah, we know that it's getting burned. It's just when
2: there's um near near to where near to where I live in Leytonstone, you've got all your classic brown signs right this way for the leisure centre this way for the football stadium and then there's one that just says the thatched house of Leighton have you been that's interesting isn't it I've never been but that's interesting
0: are you uh, sure that's, your that's, leisure centre is so getting a brown sign That's quite impressive. I don't know.
2: I just couldn't think of any examples, but (laughs) I thought the other day that I saw a few brown signs. I couldn't remember what any of them were apart from... Because why would you? No. There's three brown signs and one of them says the Thatched House of Leytonstone. Look, forgive me for not remembering what the other two brown signs were. No, I apologise. So I was really really reaching there. I'm sure leisure... Do leisure centres get a brown sign? Um, I don't think so.
0: No, it's like tourist stuff, isn't it?
2: Let us know. Tweet us at DreamFactoryPod. The best the, do leisure centres get a brown sign? The best brown sign
0: thing is uh, that meme that, uh, like a real sort of your your mum's forward this email. Ari, 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 lol, lol, Ari picture where it was, it's one brown sign and it's like Monkey World and Tank World the same turn. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> the two for one ticket is absolutely <laughs> astonishing. There, uh,
0: that, that's a great day. The
2: gift shop. <laughs> They've got a, a joint gift shop. It's absolutely amazing. Anyway, Thatched thatched House. Gremlins burn it down.
0: It's, they fall in love. Like a, a cute gremlin falls in love with an evil gremlin. There's a sort yep. of Romeo nice. and Juliet vibes going on. It's adorable. Jack Black Gremlin does a little instrumental bit at one point, obviously.
2: He does his rigga digga dig.
3: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off. Bluenile.com code LISTEN.
0: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
2: How about this one from Jack? A Christmas Karen. It's a remake of the classic, but Emma Lisa Scrooge, Emma Lisa, Emma Lisa Scrooge, is a classically horrible woman, probably played by Kristen Wigg. That seems. Is Kristen Wiig a classically horrible woman? Or could she just turn her hand to being classically horrible quite easily? Rude to waiting staff, parks in disabled bays, drives a big four-by-four-in-the-city kind of vibes. But then the story plays out how you expect. Melissa McCarthy is a ghost of Christmas past. Not sure of the other two. Thanks, Jack. (laughs) You wrote more than most people do, so don't worry about it.
0: But Yeah, he he lost steam, but there was a loss of steam at the beginning.
2: A modern-day Christmas carol, fairy tale. Look, they're updating that story all the time. I could see it being your classic rude to... um. You know, ask for the manager type.
0: There's um at the end when she's sort of you know a goose, a goose for everyone. She's also sort of live streaming on TikTok, so it sort of undermines her change slightly.
2: Yeah, nice. Yeah, she really wants to make it obvious that she's let the uh let let Tiny Tim keep the keep the fiver extra for the goose. Hey, John. Yes. Would you like a film idea from me? Yes, please. The Veg of Tomorrow. Tom Cruise is stuck in a Boxing Day leftover's hell that won't break until he cooks the perfect bubble and squeak.
0: Ooh. I have a big... Qu- I This is... Right, there's a family drama around bubble and squeak in our house. Wow. Do you include... Yes. Well, actually, this could, this could be a drama for Christmas Day. Itself. Right, do you include cauliflower cheese? Is cauliflower cheese part of your Christmas Day lunch? And is it part of your bubble and squeak?
2: This is enormous. This is absolutely enormous. I would say... I would say cauliflower cheese is non-essential, but welcome if it's there.
0: Yes. In the bubble think and squeak? About, in the bubble and squeak. Or I, in the roast?
2: <laughs> in the roast, definitely. Yeah. Like, I would say it's not part of a classic Christmas dinner. Yeah. But I love it. Oh, and yeah. if it's been made... Look, uh, very rarely I'm the one cooking Christmas dinner, so I'm not going to sit around and say, hey, where's the fucking cauliflower <laughs> cheese? When <laughs> my poor stepmother was slaving over an oven. Hmm, look, I think there was one spare <laughs> ring on that hob. <laughs> now that i think about it i think mean, there probably was a little corner of the oven you could have popped a cauliflower cheese in so i won't throw my toys out the pram i'll see i won't join in any of the games or anything for the rest of the day if i haven't had cauliflower cheese but i won't make too big a deal of it so no i but so you're then are you slicing it up and frying it as part of the bubble and squeak well i'm not that's
0: i'm the controversial one who says a bubble Aren't and squeak you burn should the remain cheese? dry yeah
2: I don't wanna how, how many times how many times can you cook cheese? I'm out, oh, How many is, times can you cook? This is like this is a thing you google this is a thing you this is a thing you Google at like two o'clock <laughs> in the morning on Christmas Day. How many times can you cook cheese? You only you don't you make the cauliflower cheese. I have it on the side, but that's also you might as well fucking chop up the cold meat and put that in there as well. Mm. Bubble and squeak doesn't just mean everything. I, you're not like oh hang on there's a bit of christmas pudding and some custard we'll chuck that in there as well were there a few quality streets left give them a oh, slice up the quality street <laughs> put them in a bubble and a squeak bubble and squeak doesn't just mean all leftovers it's very specifically the veg and potatoes and then have your cauliflower cheese on the side have your cold meats on the side I, have your lily. i couldn't agree and have more. a lovely
0: time so i thought that but my whole family play
2: this tape play this tape to your family <laughs>
0: But it's got to the point where, and can I just say, I am not a diva. I will not deceive, I will not refuse to play games. But I have like made it clear that I don't think that's the case. And so now there are two bubble and squeaks.
2: No! No! Yeah. You've, got, you've got a personal bubble and squeak. Yeah. It's a real statement. It's a real, real declaration of whose side you're on, isn't it? When you go up and mm. you have to, I, if it's like a buffet style situation, you've got what they would deem the correct bubble and squeak and, and the Harris spin-off. And you have to choose which one to take. That's pretty. Not you personally, obviously. You've got you've got the set. You'll be going for the second one. But if I was there, for example, and the invite hasn't come yet, but I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> which one would I choose? I'd probably just be polite and have have the cheese one. I wouldn't enjoy it, John.
0: Uh, I mean, uh, everyone else is having the cheese one, so I'm having to eat for eight just to sort of make a point. See, this one went as well. It's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. oh wow. Um, yeah. So Tom That's... Cruise makes bu- perfect bubble and squeak, and the secret is not cauliflower cheese.
2: It's not cauliflower cheese. That's the ending.
0: Because he, he's American. He probably doesn't know what goes in Bubble and
2: squeak. Exactly. He meets a new partner and he goes over to the UK for Christmas. And they, through some sort of circumstance, he ends up having to cook the Christmas dinner. <laughs> and they, he hasn't got internet because they're out in the country. And they say, oh, yeah, we like, you know, we like a classic sort of Christmas buffet selection. We like a turkey's like, great, yeah, turkey. Potatoes, yeah, potatoes. Vegetables, yeah, great, vegetables. And then they start saying things like, oh, and we love a bit of bubble and squeak. And then Tom Cruise <laughs> has to try and cook bubble and squeak with the only information available to him being the words bubble and squeak. <laughs> this is good. And, and every time he gets it wrong on Boxing Day, he just flashes back to Boxing Day morning until he can figure out... He, he, probably, I, he probably would cook a billion things before he <laughs> yeah, figures out trouble. what bubble and squeak
0: is. <laughs> That's, uh, that's a good film. I would watch the hell out of that.
2: Would you like my movie idea? I'd love your movie idea.
0: Jack Frost Nixon. After discovering the president has been wiretapping the North Pole, an anthropomorphized snowman looks to expose the government.
2: Great. And, and obviously it's time sensitive, right? Because he's going to melt. Yes. So he has to expose the government before he melts away. Exactly. And maybe the very end is like he's testifying in court and all he is is like a little snowball with eyes. <laughs>
0: They're <laughs> bringing a bowl. That's so sad.
2: Much like, and we don't talk about it enough. Much like the very end of the film, Bicentennial Man. Oh, we do
0: talk about it, Joe.
2: <laughs> Robin Williams on his deathbed, about to be declared a human. Jack Frost is a tiny, tiny ball of snow, and his last breath is providing the evidence that brings down the government. It was originally called the Snowgate scandal until he um, until he melted. Hey, actually. come on, come on. Well, that was good stuff, man. If you had to pick a winner, which one would be the winner, and why would you pick it? Mm, I,
0: it's a channel for life. Is a good pun.
2: It's good. I mean, it's not as good as the Veg of Tomorrow. So that is the winner this week. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back after this music. Well done, John.
0: Well done, Joe. How you doing?
2: I thought that was a fun episode of The Dream Factory.
0: I thought it was a fun episode of The Dream Factory too, actually. Come to think of it.
2: It made me feel very festive
0: and warm and cuddly. If you want to listen to a podcast that makes you feel warm and festive and cuddly, I would recommend Pappy's Flatshare Slam Down Christmas Special. Oh, yeah. Nearly it's two really hours great. of nonsense.
2: Brilliant. The 12 Days of Christmas that they do every year is so, so good. It's absolutely amazing.
0: I went to a live recording of it a few years ago and at the end... That was probably the most festive I've ever felt in my life.
2: Yeah, you reached some sort of other level of festiveness. Uh, have you been enjoying any other pop culture festive things? Well, the, Are you getting in the swing of it?
0: Um, not particularly festive, although it, is, it, it will get me excited for festivities, which is, I think we discussed this on a group chat, but I can't remember where you stand. Uh, I've watched the three Doctor Who specials and the sort of tease of the Christmas episode. I am Doctor Who came out about when we were like, like 10 11ish or something i think
2: yeah i had it that the christopher Eccleston. i was really into it for the that for him and tenant and yeah. i sort of fell off but yeah i'm is it good are you enjoying it yeah
0: i think you need to sort of accept that it is a family show so an 8 year old has got to be able to enjoy it as well as you mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and i do think there's a lot of fandom stuff that's like there's sort of sometimes that's where they go wrong with like the marvelly stuff is sometimes you like they try and be, like, dark and gritty, but then they also have to be, like, appealing to kids at the same time. Yeah, so they sort of so end, sort up, of end up being nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really fun. The three episodes are great. The third episode is absolutely nuts. I'm very excited to watch Kuti Guattwa as the Doctor. But I, I will probably just watch Christmas episodes, start a series, and then probably lose steam about halfway through the yeah, series. of course.
2: But that's and fine. And that's okay, man. Yeah. That's okay. There, I don't, there aren't really many big Christmas releases on my radar this year. Until John, until the Wonka movie started getting five stars everywhere, and now I'm absolutely desperate to see it. I, I need to go. I need to find a couple of hours to see it in the next week. I thought it was going to be bad. I felt like all of the build up to it was like a, I know it's Paul King, and yeah. we all he is a genius, and we love him so much. But I feel like all of the run up when the trailer came out, I feel like it was just widespread mocking of the trailer and everything about it everyone was thought the Hugh Grant and Palupa thing was ridiculous and then the reviews come out a few days before the film five stars five stars in the Guardian five stars here five stars there oh, apparently it's great I need to people see it people think it's the best in the they, people think it's better than Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that is nuts uh, yeah no I can't wait to see it I'm really excited um, so that's going to be at some point that'll be my big festive wait a second come thrill. in we've got a guest <gasps> oh my god this is so exciting!
0: Can you say hello, Joel? Hello, Joel. Do you have um, a movie idea? Yeah. What's What's your movie idea? Um, Happy. I love
2: it. Oh, we've got I a love new happy. winner this week, guys. Okay. You're the winner. Well done. Right. We're just oh, okay. Doing well, a podcast, yeah. okay. We're just getting started there. But... He calls it a podcast. He doesn't. Well, he doesn't know what a podcast is. We would. We're we were, getting, we were just getting into it then. But fine. You know. You oh, so sorry, mate. Well, just having a good catch up.
0: There we go. Oh, that was nice. A little Christmas nugget of childhood. A little
2: Christmas miracle. What a sweet moment. Go and get all the family, John. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Well done, John. Thank you for listening, guys. And we'll see you same time next week. Send in Christmas ideas for the love of God. Please.
0: Bye.
3: Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us
1: on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.